0: What's up everybody, how you doing? Happy New Year to you and welcome back to Born to Create. So for those of you guys who don't know, Born to Create is a simple concept, guys. If who or which one to be doesn't exist. You walk there and you create the lifestyle that you want. So I am super, super, super amped today with my guest. Um, this young man uh, has totally impressed me and uh, made me feel like, at, at 19, you're 19, right? Or 28?
1: Or yeah, 19.
0: All right, so at nineteen
1: No no, no nine yeah.
0: Okay. <laughs> at nineteen has done amazing things. It made it made me feel at nineteen I wasn't doing shit. So um Kasser, uh from San Diego is on the podcast today, and I just want to want to share his story. Uh, he's an he's excellent, brilliant online marketer, so I want to share his story about, about his success and how he took what he wanted from a concept uh, and created that uh, to manifest in his life. Welcome, Casara. How are you, brother? I'm doing good, man. How are you? I'm, I'm doing great, great. Again, thanks for being here. It's a total blessing. So, yeah, right in. So, you are you are 19 years old, and you run a very, very, very successful e-commerce store. So, tell us how you got started in yeah. e-commerce. Like, like how did you at 19 have
1: the idea? Well, um, I actually started when I was 17. So, um, I say about. I mean, this whole, I mean, all the time, like I was like, you know, I had like entrepreneurial mindset. I was like so cliche, but I really did. Um, like when I was 14, 15, I started my first kind of business and it wasn't really a business at the time. I didn't take it as a business, but it was like a business. So it was basically like an esports team. So kind of like, uh, you know, video games and people were competing and stuff. And it got pretty serious at one point too. It was, I was like 15, 15 and a half. And we had a team under us and Actually went to like a an actual event, so we paid for their flights and stuff. And I was like 15, so I didn't even know what was going on. I was just hyped. (laughs) I was just hyped to be there. Yeah, I I was just hyped to be there. I was like, "Hey, it's cool. I don't even care about the money. Like, I'm just, you know, I was hyped." So that was like my first little experience with you know business. Um, and at that time again, like I didn't know, like I was just like having fun with my friends and stuff. So at that time, I didn't really care about money. I was just trying to you know have fun, and then. I'd say like a year and a half later, right, right when I turned 17, you know, I started to kind of have like a, not changing like life, but changing my mind. You know, I was like, didn't really like school anymore. Uh, I was really trying to not go anymore. Um, and this whole time, like up until now or up until 17, I was like, you know, always in school. You know, I liked school. I was doing school. And then just something clicked. I don't know what it was, but I just stopped liking it. And then I started asking myself, like, do I want to do this? Like, this isn't even for me. Like, I can't even sit in. The class, and you know, out trying to get up and leave to go, you know, or something like that. So, at that time, you know, I kind of started to resell stuff, so like clothing, like Supreme, you know, like shoes, uh, Nike shoes, stuff like that. I got into that little community. Um, there's a big, you know, Reddit is, but Reddit's like a forum essentially. So, I got into that and you know, started reselling stuff on there. Um, and at that time, too, it wasn't even money, it was just fun for me. Like, it was just some money that I could go and you know, eat after school with my friends or, you know, go buy like the latest Jordans or something like that. That was just money in my pocket. Um, And then I would say, yeah, so about December of 2017 is when I met one of my friends or like reconnected with one of my friends from like four or five years ago. And it it was crazy. Like I didn't see him for four or five years and I see him, you know, four or five years later and he has like a really nice car. Um, You know, he's obviously moved out and I was like, wow, What, what are you doing? And then he was like, you know, he was hesitant to tell me, he was like, well, I do this thing called Amazon FBA. And Amazon FBA is pretty similar to what I do now. I do drop shipping. Amazon FBA is pretty much the same thing. Except you gotta order a bunch of units and stuff like that. Um, but he was doing e-commerce at the time. So I was 17 um, and this was in like, yeah, November of 2017. So I was like really, really like newbie. Like I had no idea what was going on. I didn't even know what Amazon, I, I didn't even know what drop shipping was, but I went home that night and I pretty much sat down on YouTube and I looked up videos about Amazon. I looked up videos about (laughs) dropshipping. Excuse me. So from there, it was just literally like a month or two months, I don't even remember how long it was, but of me just watching videos. So I would go on YouTube, watch as many videos as I can and just try to learn. Um, And I was like scared to start, I didn't know like how to start, I didn't know, I was really scared that's what it was, but it just really like got me into watching YouTube videos. And then from there, I decided one day to just start. I was like, I'm done. I'm going to start this right now. I need to start this because I need to do something. I want to do it. Um, And at that time I had, I still have, ironically, it's funny too. I lived with uh, my business partner that I've known for four years and we started that store together, the first dropshipping store. Um, So we started and this was in December of 2017. It was like a Christmas pillow store. So crazy, crazy. um, We made a crazy amount of money. Um, for our first time, like, it was like ten thousand. It was insane. I, I, I was freaking out. I was like, "What's going?"
0: So to tell you real quick. So <clears throat> just get caught up. So you are you are nineteen, and thus far the experience of you in the sports industry. You uh, uh, on Sunday supreme on Reddit. You going from dropshipping. You doing FBA. You're you're talking like someone in their twenties, thirties, even forties, with the experience you've had. Mm-hmm. So you've done this at a very, very young age, right? Yeah. Um, which is which yeah. is totally, totally mind blowing. And it's amazing like what you're going to, uh, going to accomplish in the future. So so most people on this podcast, some do, some don't, don't, don't know what dropshipping is. So before we get into the money aspect of your first store, talk to us about what exactly is
1: dropshipping. So dropshipping essentially is just getting items. So you say you want these AirPods, right? You want these earphones. What we do with dropshipping is we go to Chinese suppliers and obviously in China, everything's a lot cheaper. So we're sourcing the items from China and we're selling them on our own custom-made design stores, uh, usually branded design stores. Uh, we'll order you know, this item and we'll, we'll go take videos, pictures, all that sort of stuff. We'll create a really nice website. And then from there, you know, we'll sell the item on our store. And then when somebody orders that item, we send it to our supplier. So say, you know, John Smith orders these earphones for my store. I take John Smith's information he gave me and I send it to my supplier in China, which there he goes and sends it to John Smith. So I'm not (laughs) touching the product at all. Um, It's not like a traditional e-commerce company where you have to order thousands of units like Amazon, uh, dropshipping, literally anybody can do it with 500,000 bucks. It's pretty easy. Um, and then that's just what it is. Right. Right.
0: So you hold zero inventory at all. I mean, everything, everything is stored by your suppliers. So you, you are a business that holds no inventory, which is, which is amazing. So talk about the first store. You said it was, it was a, it was a pillow store and you made, made more than that. So let's, let's talk about that success.
1: Man. I mean, that was, I mean, this was in 2017, so it was a different time, um, you know, drop shipping back then was really easy. It was not hard at all. You could get the worst pictures, the worst site and anything would sell. It was just so easy back then. So we're doing Instagram, uh shout outs So we would pay Instagram pages to post, you know, a post about our item or whatever they say, Oh, go buy. Um, and it would be like a Christmas page or something. Yeah. Something like that. Right. Cause it was a Christmas store. So we'd be like, like Hey, here's 20 bucks. Post is our website link. Here's a picture. And then people would just go to our website and buy it. Um, and That was the first store that I ever did with my partner um, back then. And that really took off for us. We did almost 10,000 in revenue over like a month and a half. But the first lesson I learned there was, you know, the stuff from China takes a long time to get to people. So we had a lot of refunds. And that was like the first, you know, uh, learning learning experience that I had. Because when I started, I didn't have, you know, a lot of money to, I actually, even if I had a lot of money, I feel like I wouldn't have invested in a course because at that time, I wanted to learn everything myself. It was still fun for me. Yeah, I yeah. was just like trying to figure everything out. I was like, okay, I because I was like business savvy kind of, you know. I already had you know kind of like a little esports team, a couple little businesses here and there. I had a clothing brand for like a year. Um, you know, I was doing like photography, videography. So I, I was doing a lot of stuff, you know, up until this point. And I just felt like really I, I wanted to do this myself. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I mean that was the first, or, um, and that probably ended yeah obviously in the number of two thousand seventeen. You know, I got, I got, I had a pretty hefty mistake there. Uh, We we lost a good amount of money, but it was, you know, learning experience. Right. So from there we moved on to pretty much full, not full scale, but you know, head on drop shipping. So from there I was making a new store probably every week and I was still in my senior year of high school. So, (laughs) okay. Yeah. So I was in my senior year of high school, um, you know, making a new store every week. Um, and this was probably from January of 2018 to June, like June, August of 2018. Um, so from there, I was just that whole time, I was just doing as much as I could drop shipping, like drop shipping, drop shipping, drop shipping, drop shipping. Like this was the only thing I knew. I lived and breathed drop shipping. Um, like I'm pretty sure if you ask like my parents, because I lived with them at that time, you know, you could ask them. You know, my attitude completely switched. Like I was not going outside. I was literally sitting in my room for probably like, like 12 14 hours a day if I could. Um, I would school I would because um, at that time I was a senior so I could pretty much leave whenever I wanted to I would just go for the first class and I would just leave go home and work because I was sitting at school and I was like what am I doing here like I can't work like what is the point of me being here so um, yeah it was my last semester so I was just like whatever it doesn't matter um, but yeah anyways that whole six seven months from January pretty much up until I went to my first semester of college um, that whole time was just pure focus work once I saw that first success. I saw that there's other people doing this. It's simple. It's not hard. It just takes, it takes one simple thing. And it's the amount of work I do because and I talked and I have a um, cousin. He's really successful, really wealthy, really successful guy. Um, he's said like seven, eight legitimate businesses. Wow. I get over millions of dollars a month. Um, yeah. He's, he's amazing. So and he told me this when I had that esports team when I was like 16, 15, uh, he told me the number one thing, that I would give you as advice is no matter what you do, business, school, whatever it is, as long as as you can put in more work than anybody else. So when you're sitting at the desk, you're, you know, uh, making a cabinet, whatever your business is, and you want to quit. If you just keep telling yourself, this is where everybody else will quit. So I'm going to keep going. It's not that hard. I mean, look at where we're at now. So So basically
0: be the hardest worker in the room, basically.
1: It it comes down to that, honestly. And I feel like a lot of people don't understand that. it's not even about dropshipping. It's just a lot, a lot of people don't understand that you actually have to put in work to get something. So yeah, I learned that really early on. So
0: let's, let's talk about that real quick. So um, let's, let's talk about work ethic because, you know, not many people at, at, you know, honestly, you can be my son, right? At, at this point. Yeah. <laughs> so, and, and I look at, I look at, I look at people your age and the work ethic is not there even, even on simple tasks. You know the yeah. the mindset that you have as far as work ethic, as far as you, what you want to do with your life. Um, that's that's really. I mean, you're in the minority, right? As, as far as your age. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Where'd that come from? How, at such a young age, where'd that mindset come from? Was it was it your parents? Was it your your cousin? I mean, where the mindset that no, you know, F school. I want to be an entrepreneur, and I know that I'm destined for this. Where that mindset come from?
1: Um, well, I mean, my dad, I think it came from my dad. I I know it came from my dad because he has, um, I mean, he's a civil engineer. He's pretty high ranked at Caltrans, but he has three of his own businesses as well. He has multiple rental properties, multiple duplexes. So he's always working on his houses, his rental properties and stuff when he's not, you know, at the office or, you know, hanging out with us when we were kids. So I always saw him. I feel like subconsciously, like I thought like, Oh, he's always gone working. So, you know, he's working. Like, so when I got to that age, you know, I realized that I want my own stuff. I want my own clothes. I want my own freedom. I want my own life. I have to work for it. And I kind of looked at him. I kind of looked at my cousin. And I was like, damn, like, it's not, it's not going to be easy. Like these people are, you know, older than me, you know, 20, 30 years older than me and they're they're still working. So I'm like, they, like I got to start now. Like it's time to go. So yeah, it definitely came from them. Um, yeah, I mean, it's again, like the whole family essentially is like business. Most of my family is business um, my, my whole mom's side, you know, had, you know, a cart sh- that their whole family owned like a Pokemon trading card shop. This was in, like two, the 2000s. So like, this was when it was popping and, and they had it in Kansas and it's still there. It's like the biggest uh, shop there, but you know, that whole family worked that shop and you know, we would go there and I would see that. And I feel like that kind of had an effect on me too. Cause I was like, okay, like you can work hard and get where you want and I saw that everywhere. And I think just when I turned 17 and you know, I just wanted my own stuff and I just sat down and started watching YouTube and being influenced by, I guess, all these people talking about you know, yeah. owning your own life, that's where that came from. So. Mm-hmm.
0: so you didn't sit back and complain and dream and complain, ask yourself why I don't have this, why I don't have that. You said, well, if I want it, I'm going to go out there and get it and go out there and create it. So I... I I definitely apologize for that because that's 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 far from between. Um, so I met you. We met about what three or four months ago at uh, at at Casra's office over. In, uh, yeah. In so we met there, and I was impressed because one, because your age, and then and if 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 I if I if I if I'm wrong, correct me, but you made a quarter million dollars on your story, and how long?
1: Um, so let's see, I would say from December to, yeah, December to February. So about three months, we made about like 350 K. Um, so, so it was December to pretty much the end of February. Um, that was a chunk of time. So that was was a chunk of time where, you know, I was, that was, he was really focused at that time and everything just took off for me at that point. Um, I dropped out of college in February at the end of all that. So it was just mm-hmm. huge time for me. Right, right.
0: So um, how did you, I mean, how did you make that much money? I mean, I know, I know it was work, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Oh no, hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah, I know, I know it's rhyme, but so the product you sell now they come from they come from, from from China. Now, how are you finding these products? I mean how are they how are they how are they coming to you? Because you know, because at this point, you know, this on your podcast, people, people are interested in, you know, how you do what you do, right? And then yeah. and, and at the end, we will give you guys a direct connection with Casra so you can find so you can find him, um, and follow him. But how did you how did you get the products that you get i mean how are you able to make 350k in in that amount of time
1: so um it's a couple of things um it's not really even the product uh ironically as you think it is um so that first success that first big success that i had it was a product that and this is the funniest part too like i had this product for almost five years like i it was and i'll say it it was a um it was like a gaming item so i now i told you i was a gamer so i had this item this exact item, and then I think that was just a sign like I saw it and I was like, damn like that's crazy like you know I saw it later on I was connecting the dots, but what really separated that success from any other success that I've ever had was the channel that we were advertising on so or the medium that we were advertising on, the way we were getting traffic to the site. it wasn't Facebook ads, it wasn't Google, it wasn't Instagram, it was YouTube so YouTube. Now, now the thing about YouTube is crazy because YouTube videos on YouTube never go away. They're always there. Um, you know, maybe some get like like copyright strike, whatever they get, but majority of them were always going to stay there. And if you are advertising good channels, channels that are consistently getting ranked by YouTube algorithm. So even if one of their videos is bad, all the other videos are still doing good. So they're always going up. You're always getting views and you're paying a one-time fee for the ad. So Pretty much what we were doing. And I can remember this almost off the top of my head. One of the biggest channels that we had you know, under our contract or under my contract specifically was a 5 million you know, subscriber channel. And they would post each ad every day for about $2,000. So they would post an ad for $2,000 and then I would make almost $8,000 in revenue back. Probably around profit was like 4,000. So it was mainly the channel because nobody actually was advertising on YouTube even though that product was saturated, it had almost probably 30, 40,000 orders on AliExpress. There was a lot of people buying that product, um, fulfilling it, but it was just a different channel to advertise on, like a medium of uh, getting traffic through. So well, that's what separated that. This was your YouTube channel? No, no, it was not my YouTube channel. So essentially what it was is it was just like a compilation channel. So I went out there and at this time it was probably, uh, it was probably like November, October, something like that. Um, one of those two months, I don't remember which one specifically. Oh, I think it was October. Actually, Yeah, it was October. That's funny. So it was October. Um, and from there I just started with one channel. So it was like a niche of, you know, kind of like a little sub community. I yeah. started with one little channel and then from there I started making connections with all the other people, uh, with similar channels. And then from there, pretty much in December, I started to contract them. So I started having them sign contracts because I started to see some people trying to take the ad spots because people were starting to catch on. So I was like, Hey, look. I'm gonna pay you a retainer every month. You sign this contract, and we're good. Gotcha. So,
0: so because that's a, that's a new, you know, maybe not new, but for most people, I mean, they think like Facebook and Instagram, you know, are the mm-hmm. ways to market your business, and it is. So mm-hmm. with the YouTube thing, I mean, and, and from what I understand, it's a lot cheaper as well to to do ads on YouTube. Um, how did you how did you get get connected with these with, with these channels? I mean, how did you get them to put your put your product? on
1: their channel. <clears throat> oh, oh man, it's, it, that, that, this is a crazy story. I mean, if, if you know YouTube, you know YouTubers don't respond. YouTubers are the hardest people to get a response from. And I don't know why, it's just like that whole community just does not respond to emails. So I was in college at this time, it was probably November-ish. Um, yeah, it was around Black Friday, Cyber Monday of last year. And I remember specifically the biggest channel that I was trying to get with, He. I've probably emailed this dude a hundred times up until now. And I'm in college. I'm in college right now. I'm in, I think it was an economic it was an economic class or something like that. And we were taking a final. And I remember I have my phone like on the ground looking down. And then I look down and I see his email. And I'm like, oh so I grabbed the phone, I grab my backpack, and I leave. I'm like, I'm done. I got this so dude just final? Oh, I left. I left because I'm telling you, this dude had almost 10 million subscribers. Fine. So his post alone would have made me like 20, 30 K one yeah. time. So I was, and that's the thing, like these people, it took so long to get responses from them. I had to reach out on email, Twitter, Instagram, uh, LinkedIn. Like I reached out on six different platforms almost every time because I was so persistent. I knew that this would work. I saw the results. I, I saw the results early on from you know, a couple of the smaller guys. And I was like, this can only make sense. This going only make sense. It works. I needed, you know, put as much time as I can to get, uh, get in contact with these people. Um, and yeah, it was just I built like pretty much a little empire for myself back a, lot, a year ago. That's, on
0: really, that's what excites me is that is that you saw a target and mm. you didn't give up. So, 100 oh, no, no, of people would, which, would maybe did three emails on what one, one uh, platform. Not did email, not do YouTube, not do Twitter, not reach out. Yeah. You exhausted every single avenue. That, that you could to 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 get this person, mm. and you finally got it. You know that's that's the persistence that you need to be successful in any aspect of your life, right? 100 um, oh, percent. That. So that, that's amazing. Yeah. So your your friends now. Um, I know you said that that one was from high school. Um, do you feel that that at 19 choosing your friends helped you be successful help you be where you are now versus versus hanging out with a different crowd or were you able to to like mix in both how how important
1: was that friendship proximity for your success um honestly uh, it, it, it's huge in the long run um because i really didn't stay in my hometown um when i was making a lot of money like I stayed for the first month or two. And then after that, um, you know, it was probably uh, January, February of 2019. I, I pretty much packed everything up and I moved across country to Pennsylvania. Um, mm-hmm. And the main reason I did that was because I wanted to go into something, and I heard a lot of people talk about it earlier on, it's called monk mode, where essentially you go into somewhere with no distractions, completely out of the way from where you're from, you don't know nobody. Um, mm-hmm. So it's like the middle of rural Pennsylvania and I just worked for three months. And I made almost, two, $225,000 there. It was a lot of, and that and that's what I'm saying. Like me moving away from my family, me moving away from where I'm comfortable, you know, my friends, because personally I know this for a fact, if I would have stayed there with all of that money, I probably would have bought something stupid. I probably would have done dumb stuff. You know, I would have went and spent thousands of dollars unnecessarily. Um, and that's really why I moved. Yeah. It's stuff like that, you know, LA, like all this stuff is over there. So that's why i really didn't want to stay and i knew that early on that if i stayed it wasn't even that i couldn't control myself i just knew that i would get into those crowds yeah because i would just get bored i would want to go hang out with the people i'm comfortable with because that's just human nature you want to go where you're comfortable but yeah. if you put yourself in a situation where you're not comfortable and you actually have to survive like gun to the head mentality right and in the middle of nowhere that is the sort of thing that i was going after um and obviously now like, i got to like where i you know where i'm from i'm like in Eight nine hours away, and I live now with almost everybody that I live with now does what I do, right? Yeah. Everybody is doing e-commerce. Everyone is, you know, has their own agency, whatever they're doing. So the motivation is there every day. Like right. it, I can't even I don't even know where I would be. I, I couldn't even imagine myself living at home. It wouldn't even make sense um, at this level. No, no way. That's good. That's good. And I think um, when we met, <coughs> you told that.
0: Right. So right now, I know you're in San Diego right? Um, yeah. And you actually, you guys actually purchased a home in San Diego, right?
1: Yeah. So we're, we're in uh, Del Mar right now.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's so, in, it's, it's in San Diego. Yeah. For those <laughs> of you who don't me, I mean, I'm sure everybody knows that California is not a, a by far not, not a cheap no. housing market, right? Uh, especially
1: no. in the San Diego area. Um, how much yeah. do you guys pay for your home? Um, this house is valued at 1.4. Um, now the, the neighborhood is really like, this is top tier neighborhood. Like I honestly, I didn't even, you know, I didn't make a decision on this. I made a decision like a week or two before, but it just felt right. Um, because you know, again, like it's just the people around you that matters the most. Um, I can't even stress even if this was in like a shack, like a really small house, I'll still be around these people because it just motivates me every day to do more. It, right. been, it motivates me beyond comparison of me being at home because, you know, I'll go back home for like a week and I'm like, what am I doing here? Like, you know, it, it doesn't feel right. Like I can't be here. Yeah. Um. So that's why I, I really like this place. Um. It is worth every penny, even though it is a lot more expensive than a lot of other places, um, especially this neighborhood. But, you know, it, I mean, you live once, like you you have to live while you can and you really have to surround yourself with people who you want to be with and where they want to go, right? People who want to actually have some ambition because if you're really, and this is so true, if you're around people who, um, I don't don't like saying this like the rat race, but like, you know, like society, like everyone's running around, you know, trying to do the same thing, like going the same processes and the same system. So if you're around that, that's where you're going to go. That's how I feel like. So that's why... I like to invest my money into something you know, a nice house like this, right. um, you know, a nice area like this, so.
0: It, it, it really depends on who you are because, you know, I've, I've heard the scenario that if if two people are walking down the street, one's ahead and, and one's behind, eventually one is going to go back or one's gonna go forward because you will adjust to the level of the people next to you. So are you gonna stop and walk backwards mm-hmm. because someone's behind mm-hmm. you or are you gonna let them catch up to you? And it seems like that yeah, everybody in your circle, you guys are walking at the exact same pace so you can help each other and and really push each other to your goals. So I mean mm-hmm. at nineteen in San Diego at a one point, at a home is is yeah. totally is totally amazing. It's um, done, it's unreal, but, yeah. but I know at nineteen life hasn't hasn't always been Roses and sunshine, right? I mean, you, you know, people are watching this right now, thinking, "Oh, you know, he, he's he's lucky. It's, it's it's easy. You know, I can jump into the same <laughs> thing." I mean, I'm only assuming because because of I, I live life too. You know, I assume that you've had some struggles, right? You've had some yeah. some 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 things that you had to, had to recover from. Um, talk to us about that. About, about you know about about how how it feels, how how you overcome some of the biggest struggles in your life
1: man, I mean, it really comes down And think, you know, earlier on, I feel like I didn't have, um, you know, too much of a struggle because I was so motivated myself, even though I didn't have a lot of money, money wasn't really a motivator for me at that point. The motivator for me was just to, it was the game. It was just to keep going up, to keep doing good, to get out of the system. That was my game. That was my goal back then. So I didn't really feel the struggle until I guess I moved out. Um, even though I had a bunch of money, like, you know, it was the first time I lived on my own. So I started to realize, like, okay, well, there's no one here for you to hold you up. You have to really, like, know what you're doing with your money, with your grocery, like, everything matters. Like, you have to calculate everything. So the struggle was there, um, you know, trying to figure out how to, you know, grow up from something where, you know, I'm living with my parents 18 years of my life and just moving out and doing all this crazy stuff, going on these crazy trips and trying to figure all that stuff out. Um, and then obviously, before that, too, like, I didn't have a lot of money to my name. You know, my parents were you know, well off. They were doing their, you know, their own things with their own businesses, but they're not the type to you know give me a thousand dollars for my business. Right. You know, at yeah. that time, no, I was in school, 16, 15, like, you know, they're not just going to give that to me. So back then it was a real struggle because I really wanted to do stuff, especially with like the gaming team and even the beginning days of drop shipping. I really wanted to do stuff, but I couldn't. And that was simply because I didn't have enough money. Yeah. Um, and as soon as I realized that, you can make money as soon as you sit down with the actual goal every day to make money. That's kind of when my mindset switched and I just started playing the game. I stopped with the money thing. You know, it came, it came naturally. It comes naturally, honestly. You know, once you, once you actually set a goal for yourself, um, you know, a big goal, and then every day just slowly work up to that goal. It's so simple. Like it, it could be like, you want to buy, I don't know, a car, right? So you have to figure out when I wake up today, or tomorrow, when I wake up tomorrow, how am I going to make money? Like you have to know that the day before. So when you wake up, like you're going to make the money. You're not sitting there trying to figure it out. That That's kind of, you know, the way I see it now. Um, but I mean, just, you know, the struggle is, it, it is real. A lot of people, you know, and me, especially in the earlier days, like I felt it, but man, like nothing comes easy. And that's what it is at the end of the day. Like it doesn't matter now, earlier, later, nothing comes easy. And I can, I already know there's going to be more struggle in the future. Like it definitely will be. Um, but you know, I feel like you can overcome anything as soon as you just sit down and put your mind into it. Right. I clear headed, always be clear headed. Yeah. Um, you know, a lot of social media stuff and people around you really can affect you if you, yeah. you know, you're letting it get to you. So
0: yeah, you are definitely an anomaly, brother. You're definitely an anomaly. So, um, so um, the focus you have um, is 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 at an amazing level. So, uh, talk to us real quick about your day. You know, you know, walk us through your day from time you get up, and how how does a day in Cosmo's life look?
1: Um, so I mean, the last couple of months, like three four months, kind of changed a little bit. Um, so up until I'd say like, yeah, like probably September, October, um, it was pretty much wake up, um, eat some food, go to the gym and then just work for as long as I could. And then I go to sleep. Um, now it's a little bit different. I'm taking on more on my plate. So I'm trying to, you know, scale my businesses at the same time. I'm trying to uh, start mentoring people at the same time. I'm trying to get my agency back up off the ground, um, to build some more you know residual income. And then I'm also trying to do a bunch of other stuff that, you know, it's small stuff, but it's big in the long term. So, in the mornings, usually what I do is I'll wake up. It was around like six, seven, whatever the time is. Go um, for that day, depending on my schedule. Um, and then I usually, almost all the time, I will try to before I wake up not touch my phone. So, and I I don't know why. I, I know there's like a there's a science behind it, or psychologically, or something like that. The blue light hits your eyes, but um, I feel like looking at it and just writing stuff down in the morning, like what I have to do on a piece of paper and, you know, for 10, 15 minutes, whatever it is, however long it takes just to get my day started fresh when I'm out of bed, that helps me a lot. Um, and just writing, I, I feel like a lot of people go on their phones early in the morning and even if they say they're, Oh yeah, I'm writing, I'm writing down what I have to do. Like I'm checking Twitter. Like, <laughs> no, like <laughs> no, you have to write stuff down. So I write my stuff down. Uh, whatever I have to do, and usually I'll do it the night before, but sometimes I'll catch up in the morning like some stuff that I you know remember I have to do. but um, from there, this last couple these last two months, usually what I'll do in the mornings is I'll actually hop on to a couple of client calls. So I have a, a marketing agency that I'm running or I've been running for a couple of years actually, but I'm taking it more seriously now. So I'll hop on you know for the first two, three hours on some client calls, um, you know some meetings essentially for my um, salespeople. So I'll call you know for about two, three hours. Be about lunchtime. You know, go eat, come back, and that's pretty much when I will focus on my own work. So my own source, uh, you know, my own personal YouTube channel, um, you know, my students, pretty much to the end of the night. Um, and that's why I've been doing those pretty much these last two three months. Um, and then, obviously, like going going to the beach when I can. The beach is like a mile from here, so you know, take utilizing that. Um, yeah, I mean, just living, living, man. I mean, it, it, I, I like working a lot. Um, I don't know. I feel like it's weird. I just like sitting in my room, but yeah. I feel like, you know, my days are so structured because I set goals for everything. So I have like my notebook as I sit in the morning that I write stuff down, but you know, I have a bunch of apps on my computer or like two or three apps that I pretty much only use when I'm working. So I kind of like really spearhead focus myself when I'm working. I try not to I don't check my phone at all. Actually, I put on do not disturb almost all the time. My computer's on do not disturb. The only thing I can see is like Slack, and that's just so I can talk to my team and stuff like that. But even that, you know, it's not even. i might even be able to reach.
0: It's, it's crazy that you mentioned that because um we've been talking through text a lot, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Your phone's on Do Not Disturb, and I, and we would text. I would text you, and I'd response like hours later, or even the next yeah. day. Yeah, you could
1: crazy. ask anybody. You can ask anybody. That's how I am, and, and, and I I don't know. Like I just I don't like I don't like being on my phone. I don't know what it is anymore. Like it's not even like. Like I know that the phone is just a distraction, and yeah. i don 't need it. I just want to focus on what i 'm doing, and you know I have you know time in the middle of the day, obviously and stuff like that, but you know that's just yeah. i i like I like just being on my own all the time, you know I focus on what i 'm doing I love it, I definitely love
0: it i mean that 's what you need to do to get things done and i mean exactly I'm just exactly. really really excited is to see you you know ten years from now, you know just to see oh, yeah. how, how far you coming you're going to be one of the uh, premier people in this industry. So, talk to me about the mentoring now. You, yeah. you, you've you learned so much, you've done so much, now and you wanna to help to people achieve the same success you have. So, talk to, talk to us about the mentoring, Mike. Like Like, why, why are you not mentoring
1: people? Um. Well, I mean, realistically, I saw a lot of people coming to me, because I started posting YouTube videos probably in June or May, I don't even remember when I was posting them, but I was posting videos um, for fun, right? I wanted to just, you know, share my story. Uh, my first video was like how I made 10,000 in one day. So that was like my first video. It was really bad. Um, now I got like a you know camera and microphone and stuff like that. So, but that was the first video. And then after that, I saw some, you know, traffic come to the channel. I saw people started following me on Instagram. And that's when I started to really take YouTube a little bit more seriously. I started to, you know, post more because I actually liked talking about dropshipping because I felt like at that time, that was, that was the one thing that I really knew like a lot about. And I was making a lot of money. So I had a lot of like, you know, Authority, I guess, you know, I could talk a lot. I can, you know, explain what I'm doing and help people out because one thing that sucks about dropshipping is a lot of people in this space are. And I met a lot of these people, I met almost all these bigger dropshippers. And a lot of them, what they do is they have a course or they'll have a program. It's not even about the course, but they'll give you fake information to get you into the course essentially. So mm-hmm. That's and as I when I was starting, I remember, you know, I had a TV in my living room in my uh, parents' house and I'd be watching on like the little uh smart TV, like all these drop videos. And then I remember I'd watch it through and I'd be like, so what, what did he say? Like I didn't even understood what he said because they'd be babbling so much, they just wouldn't get to the point because they wanted you to buy the program or you know, do whatever. So what I started to think was, okay, I get that, you know, you paid, you know, your time, you paid your own money to get to where you're at for to get this experience to uh, have to, um, you know, to teach people, right? I get that, I 100%, 100% get that, right? But I didn't like that people were being misleaded. So I wanted to, you know, be able to teach people, you know, not at, at a murderous rate of, you know, 20,000 these people are charging, right? You know, I value my time a lot and I don't take on everyone to mentor, that's why. I mean, I ri- uh, rigorously you know, vet people before they come in. You know, I talk to them for a good 30 minutes, make sure that they're actually motivated to, answer this and have my help. But I saw myself and a lot of the people that were coming to me, you know, DMing me asking questions. And I was like, you know, I was one of these people a year and a half ago. I was asking questions to all these people too, you know, and no one was responding to me. So I found out, you know, I could easily, you know, uh, schedule really, really small slots of time throughout my day and still be able to help people. And the first time that I really sat down and probably mentored someone was probably like, early November of last year, obviously in 2019. So I mean, it's taken off since then. I've I've had about 30 students. Um, one of them is moved on. He's 16. He's moved on to do $130,000 of profit, you know, since we started in September or October. So he's, he's, and he's 16. He just moved changing a life like that. I mean, that kind of like changed my life essentially. I mean, I'm looking at him. I'm like, yo, I just taught this kid all this stuff and he's you know, going to New York now, moving, dropping out of school, he's 16 and he's making 100, I'm like, Jesus, like, you know, that was for me. So our the impact is crazy, like what you can really do to change people's lives. And that's just what I like doing now. I like helping people. Um, It's, it, yeah, it's, it's crazy, man. It's crazy changing other people's lives. And that's why I just keep doing this. How to so.
0: make over $100,000 in profit. That's, uh, so at this point what do you what do your parents say about shit mean, I mean definitely super proud I mean, like, what are your parents like what are some of the things that they say to you like when you talk to them? yeah I
1: mean I mean I, I talk to them almost every day now um I try to at least because you know I'm rarely there I'm always moving I'm here there wherever um the holidays are pretty much the only time that I get to see them so you know I mean they're 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 Tell me, you know, I do. You know, every day. Um, my mom calls me. She'll tell me like, keep doing what you're doing. She'll swipe up on my uh, <laughs> my Instagram stories. She'll leave like a little uh, emoji or something. She'll be like, good job or something like that. So they're really supportive of it. Um, and I think they always were. Um, because I had an issue with them, like kind of like before I started making money. Like, obviously, like no kid, parent wants their child at six, 16, 17 to drop out of high yeah. school, right? That doesn't make sense. Like, I, I can understand that, but you know, I felt like once I you know showed them that I could sustain my own life and do that and live by myself across the country you know at 18 so I feel like that point they kind of like switched their minds and you know kind of like started mo- or uh you know uh, motivating me essentially like every day like texting me like sending me cool stuff and so yeah I mean they're they're super proud um I mean they're they're great people I mean I couldn't even think of life without them like it's crazy like you know so far, coming so far like you know, I'm only 19 so that's crazy yeah
0: yeah, 19, you got a long, long way to go, long way to go. Cool, cool. So um, there are people who are watching this and they, they wanna do what you do um, and really follow the blueprint. So I, was, I would like, like to ask my guests to, to give us like three tips, like three tips or three power moves that someone can implement right now to actually start their life as a dropshipper or entrepreneur, um, or, or someone who's, who's, who's there, but they want to get to that next level. Give us like three tips, three parameters. I lost you, Kazra.
1: You hear me? Yeah, I got you now. Alright, cool. So, anyways, um, so dropshipping specific, um, dropshipping specific. If you have a dropshipping store right now, maybe you want to even start dropshipping. You have a little bit of knowledge about it. The number one thing that I could tell you is master two things: product research and Facebook ads. It's any sort of advertising, um, uh, any sort of advertising and product research. Don't focus on the small stuff, like building your website, because in all, in all honesty, like I'm, I'm, I'm going to say this right now, a lot of people will, you know, and because the people who will say like, oh no, he's lying, like he's, he's a liar are the people who sell stores and, you know, pre-built stuff like that. So you don't need a nice store. You don't need a nice logo. You don't need any of that stuff. You need to know two things and that's finding products that nobody is selling right now. Um, and if you go to my YouTube channel, I have like a 30 minute video on this. You can literally watch the entire thing. I don't say anything that I wouldn't say to anybody else. So it's free information right there. Tell you step by step. So you want to find stuff that no one's selling. Um, and that's just product research. Understand product research. Understand how to you know, identify stuff that, that is not being sold by other people. And uh, obviously advertising. Because everything else in the dropshipping business model, you can outsource. You can outsource building a store. You obviously are going to outsource customer service. Um, and that's just the stuff like small stuff. Don't focus on the small stuff. I wasted almost a year on the small stuff. Right. I did all my own customer support. I did all my own, uh, you know, fulfillment. I was literally, like, it was crazy. Like you don't need to focus on that stuff. Focus on the bigger fish and the benefits of focusing on the bigger fish too. Like if you become really good at Facebook ads or even right now there's TikTok, you know, blowing up. If you can become good at one of these platforms, you can outsource that. You, I mean, I'm, not, I'm sorry, not outsource it, but you can sell your services to other businesses as well. Not just dropshipping stores, not just e-commerce, right? You can go do lead generation. You can go do, uh, you know, uh, brand growth for like Hollister or something. I don't know. But right. yeah. if you can build an actual skill while still making money on your drop shipping store, that is top tier. Yeah. That's the best thing you could ever do right now. Um, and, and yeah, that's dropshipping specific. Um, Kind of, or, you know, like the third thing I guess is kind of I just went over is your skills. Um, build those skills. Build, you know, skills that you can uh, use to sell. You can sell to other people. You can sell, you know, right now I could charge somebody $10,000 an hour if I wanted to for Facebook ads. If they had the requirements that, you know, our agency requires to go in there and actually bring them back a profit, I would charge them easily 10000 if it makes sense. And I can break down the exact numbers, why I'm charging you 10000 how much you're going to make, and that's from my experience. So the experience that I've had through dropshipping, through, you know, YouTube advertising, all this stuff. So that's the third thing, build a skill, um, <laughs> a money generating or a, a, rever- a revenue generating skill. You're not something like, uh, I guess like website design, you know, it's really, you know, uh, a lot of people doing it. So you want to be able to be an expert at something that not a lot of people are experts at. Um, again, as I said earlier, TikTok, huge platform, uh, uh, 550 million users in the first wow. year or something like that so if you guys can figure that out um figure out how to run tiktok ads i have a video on my YouTube channel as well go watch that um you, you can I keep, figure it out I keep
0: hearing about tiktok i keep hearing about how tiktok is because i thought about, that, that it was only for uh kids like oh, like no. like my daughters are like, are like 14 15 years old mm-hmm. but it's it's for yeah it's for everybody.
1: oh no 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 i mean it has the amount of users instagram had at six years in one year. So Shit. it's blue, it's, it's done. It's, it's over like, it, and they just launched, they just launched their own advertising platform as well. Yeah. Um, and man, there's, that's not even it. I mean, there's Facebook messenger, like there's so much other stuff that people don't understand yet. Like they get into right now and actually dominate. Um, like two things TikTok And I would say, uh, uh, Facebook messenger bots, those two things, if you can really become skilled in that, I would hire you, honestly. Man. like yeah it's it, that's really the game changing um in the whole advertising industry right. so if you're interested in dropshipping and stuff like that those are two things i would recommend you focus on along with obviously product research so
0: okay okay i love it i love it you're you a, wealth, a wealth of knowledge all right so yeah so how how do we find you how do we find cosplay so tell us where <laughs> I mean, you say youtube is one right so yeah where's can we find you
1: um, you can find me on Instagram at K-A-S-R underscore a And then on YouTube, is just K-A-S-R-A um, or just YouTube.com slash C slash K-A-S-R-A-M. So K-A-S-R-A-M, but pretty much just K-A-S-R on YouTube and if you type in K-A-S-R underscore A, my Instagram will pop up. But yeah, those are pretty much the only things that you know, I utilize on the okay. socials. Okay. Perfect. Cause, because you're always working. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't want an Instagram. If, if I wasn't, you know, if I wasn't able to reach out and actually reach out to other people and help them out and do that sort of thing through Instagram, honestly, I wouldn't be on Instagram. I, it's such a distraction, but you know, I try my, I try my best. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's,
0: it's, it's, it's uh, super rare because, because I'm in my forties, right. And it's, it's super mm-hmm. rare that, that, that's on this 19 impress me and i'm inspired by it. i'm super inspired by you, brother i am um, yeah, so don't know, man. Really, you know keep up keep up the amazing work because you're gonna, yeah. you're gonna go far as hell so in closing so. um is there anything that you want to say to the audience in closing
1: man um well i mean i guess if you stuck around this long you probably have some sort of drive in yourself so i would say the number one thing um you know, to keep in mind throughout your business or throughout your entrepreneurship journey. Right. And I'm only like three, four years into this. So I just want to talk from where I'm at. Right. I'm not saying I'm an expert. I'm not saying that I've made billions of dollars, but what I've seen so far is that as I said earlier in the call, the first thing, if you keep the first thing, your work, like everything that you do revolves around your work and optimizing your life and just becoming a beast, essentially becoming a beast, um, you will always come out on top, no matter what it is. It doesn't matter because if you can manage your time, because 99% of people can't manage their time correctly. If you can manage your time, you will be everybody. Everyone sucks at it. I don't care who it is. 99% of people, no matter what age, what race, it doesn't matter. Everyone sucks at managing time. So if you can manage your time and have a clear focused vision on what you want to do, that's that's the key to success, man. That's whatever you want to do right now from what I've seen, right? From my experience myself. Right. So just keep that in mind, um nothing and it's so cliche, nothing is impossible. it's not, but yeah. just it's just it comes down to the work, no matter what you're doing. you know you're yeah. a welder, you fix cars, you drop ship, doesn't matter it comes down to how much work you put in yeah. uh, you know where you want to be you know next month So right. Right. that's kind of how I see it right now uh, what i've what I've learned so far from everything, but <clears throat>
0: So creators, you heard it directly from Casper itself, so be the hardest worker in the room and learn how to manage, yep. your, time. You manage your time. You absolutely kill oh. it. So brother, I want to yes. thank you again for, for Hi, man, no time. you time. Know, thank you for, for, for stopping work to come and be on the podcast. Um, and I'm definitely going to personally go in and dive into your content because I want to see how you work. I want to see you know what you've yeah. created thus far. Um, so guys, Go check out Kazra's YouTube. Check out his 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 Instagram, his uh, his Facebook. Yep. Just check out his content. Period. And I know you'll be blessed. Yeah. And if he can make a kid at sixteen hundred k or hundred k profit, he yeah. can help you as well because he's done, yep. done it for himself. This is not talk. This is mm-hmm. not fluff. It's just pure mm-hmm. action, right? So thank you again, brother. Yeah. And you guys, thank you for watching. Yeah, man, no okay. problem. Um, and we'll see you guys on the next episode. Have an amazing day and keep creating. Bye, guys. Later, guys.